Hello and welcome to the Redeem the Dream podcast, episode number 12. This is Dan Marsden. My email address is dan at redeem-the-dream.org. And as always, I'd love to get your feedback on anything I have to say. And today we have part three of a five-part series called Starving in America, What Being Hungry Has Taught Me, where each time I share a story where I was hungry and what it had taught me. So my third story actually was a time when I was living in Colorado. I moved there right after I got done playing professional basketball in Germany. I blew up my knee over there and I thought it was over. And so after I finished my one and only season over there, I came back to the States and uh, moved to Colorado with one of my college friends to start over. Had had several small little jobs and wasn't really happy with anything I was doing and really missed playing basketball. So I decided to start training again and give it another shot. Lined up another tryout six months out and started training really hard where I was in the gym four or five, sometimes six hours a day the first part of the day and went to work the second part of the day. And during that time, I ran into a guy who ran an insurance company and he kept talking to me saying, hey, man, I see how hard you work. Whenever you're done playing, you got a job with me. Just invest in my business and what we're doing here and I'll make you rich. I'll show you how to make a ton of money. And I kept that in the back of my mind. And so when I went over for my tryout in Germany and made the team but wasn't happy with what they were offering, I had that in the back of my mind. I said, hey, there's this guy back in Colorado. He said he's going to make me rich. So I turned down the opportunity to keep playing basketball to come back to Colorado and get into the insurance business, which is what I did. And at the time, I was absolutely not ready for that. I had very little money to begin with and I had to invest everything in this thing. They had me driving all over the state of Colorado, staying overnight in hotels on my own dime, hustling insurance. And every once in a while, I'd make a sale, but I didn't really know what I was doing at the time. And the guy that brought me into it obviously did know what he was doing because he knew that whenever I quit, all my business would be written over to him and he would be making my residuals. That's how that whole thing worked. And he had all of us believing we'd be making six figures in no time and have all these rah-rah meetings at the beginning of each week. When in reality, a few months into it, my, my credit started to be going down the drain. On top of that, I was eating peanut butter and crackers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If that, I was starving my butt off, still thinking I was going to be rich because this guy had me believing it. And this was right around my 26th birthday, actually. And of course, I was following the team that I could have signed with, and they were winning, 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 winning way more then anticipated and actually ended up winning a national championship later that year and moving up to the highest level in Germany, which is the BBL. So that was pretty depressing for me to know that I passed up on that opportunity. Well, during that time, on my 26th birthday, I woke up and I said, hey, man, I'm going to I want to have a great day, even though I had twenty dollars left in my bank account. And that was my food budget for the next 10 days. I knew I wasn't really going to make it. I was going to have a good attitude about it and decided to go play some basketball that day because uh, a friend that I met at a gym, at the gym, he, well, I actually, maybe just I would say an acquaintance, he was a really wealthy man who had a nice full court in his backyard with nice hoops, breakaway rims, and an actual court on there with uh, with kind of a rubber flooring. It was a really, really nice outdoor court that he had in his backyard. He'd always invite his uppity friends to come play pickup ball and that day he actually invited me as well. And so I decided, hey, I'm going to go play some ball. I don't have any money. It's my birthday. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to be positive. So I went out there and started playing. And the guy that was guarding me actually was a local sports reporter for the local NBC TV station. 
probably had a little bit of pride issues or something. He was probably 15, 20 years older than me at the time. And he was guarding me. He couldn't guard me and ended up elbowing me in the face pretty hard to stop me and broke my tooth. So I finished the game and walked off the court really upset. Of course, we won. But after that, I packed my stuff and left. And I thought, how ironic. It's my birthday. I have no money. And I broke my tooth playing basketball. So I went back to my apartment or little basement that I was renting, and I was getting pretty depressed at this time. And one of my neighbor friends, this, this girl that lived across the street from me, said, hey, it's your birthday. Let us take you off for your birthday. I had no money. My tooth was broke. I didn't have insurance. I was in pain. I said, hey, okay, I'll, I'll do it. We'll go. We'll go. And so we went, me and uh, these two neighbor girls, and went to this restaurant bar thing and we're just hanging out and, and eating and having a couple drinks when finally I wanted to leave, actually, and, and she wanted to stay and keep drinking. And so she told me, hey, you can wait in my car. If you give me your debit card, I'll give you the keys, and you can just go to my car and wait there. And so I gave her my debit card. I only had $20 left in my account as collateral for the keys and waited in her car. And about 30 minutes later, she stumbled out with some random other guy that she met at the bar as well and got in the car and started driving. And I didn't realize once until she started driving how drunk she was. She was super drunk, going about 40, 50 miles an hour on a busy parking lot. And I was scared for my life. I was asking, man, pull over, pull over, pull over. And she was just going and got us on the freeway, driving about 90 miles an hour, missing medians by inches it was a scary day finally she she pulled over let us drive i got her back to her house which is right across the street from where i live walked her up to her room got her in her room and then went back over to my place and waited till the next morning to ask her for my car back because she was so drunk it wasn't really worth having a conversation with her um at that time so the next day i hit her up and said hey man i need to get my debit card back from you and she gave it back to me and I checked it. My bank account was $120, $150 overdrawn. So there goes not only my food money for the next 10 days, but I'm also in debt, an extra $100, $120, whatever it was. And I checked the online statement. And, of course, all the money was spent at that bar. And, of course, my neighbor girl said she had absolutely no idea what had happened. And so, man, that was a, a tough a tough situation to be in there where again I mean I was I wasn't eating and I went without for sometimes days as a, days at a time and things didn't get better until a while after and so what what I learned there in this this situation of course I stopped selling insurance and I ended up getting another side hustle cleaning carpets and stuff later on as as things got a little bit better but during that time what 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 being hungry taught me in that period of when I was hungry was simply that it can make you delusional if you starve. I mean, I this guy, this insurance guy had me thinking I was going to be rich when I couldn't even feed myself months at a time, wrecked my credit, and I actually believed him because I didn't have the right guidance in my life. And, man, that was it. I got delusional. And the other thing that will make you is, is vulnerable. I guess if you're a girl, you'd be vulnerable to getting trafficked. If, if you're a guy, it's, it's something like this. You just be taken advantage of. And when people see that you're vulnerable and that you're delusional, they will take advantage of you. A lot of times they will. That's just how it is. And so 
my encouragement here is and or kind of what I learned that really helped me get out of it is is kind of you know a broken record of what I share in, in, in all of these little episodes kind of comes back to relationships and the right relationships and pursuing and pressing into God, pursuing wisdom and surrounding ourselves with people that really have our best interest in mind, people that want to help us, people that have compassion on us and want to give us genuine guidance. We all know the last thing we need is someone to constantly tell us what to do and beat us over the head with some plastic cookie cu- cookie cutter advice, someone that hasn't hurt earn the right to be heard in these situations that's the last thing we need it's the last thing someone needs that is going through a situation like that but when you go through a situation like that you need genuine friends you need genuine guidance and you just need to pursue wisdom and god will as always eventually get you out and make a way as you hang on and uh, per usual i like to share a little verse that kind of goes along with it and that's uh something paul said in first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 where it says simply, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. So much power in that. A lot of times when we go through hard times, we're hungry, and we get to the point where we're delusional and vulnerable. What we really need is someone just to walk alongside us, encourage us, build us up, be a friend, and that's always what gets us through. And I feel like when we press into God in those times, instead of giving up completely, these things always seem to fall into place. The right people will come into our life at the right time. And uh, if we pursue the right information and the right people, eventually we will get carried through. But make no mistake about it, it's a very dangerous place to be when you're that vulnerable and that delusional because you're in that situation. And things could have gotten a lot worse for me. But by the grace of God, he has protected me and pulled me through. And if you're going through a similar situation where you're dealing with this, That's my encouragement to you. I hope this encourages you. I hope if someone's listening to this that has someone in their life that is dealing with hunger or food insufficiency, I hope you understand what you can do now to encourage that person. Simply be there for them, encourage them, lift them up. If it's on your heart to to bless them with some money or some food or whatever, do that. But just be a friend, be encouraging, and make sure these people surround themselves with the right people and things will eventually work out we will win in the end always 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 if we hang on to the right god which is god jesus christ and the right people the right information uh that's my conviction so i hope this has helped you i hope this was encouraging and maybe insightful as always i know i'm not the only one that struggled with hunger and food insufficiency in the united states so please hit me up and and share your story as well i'd love to hear i'd love to hear again my email is dan at redeem dash the dash dream dot org And other than that, I hope you have a great day. Be blessed. And we'll catch you in about a week with episode number four. Bye-bye.